0: Two-Face Films, to an election booth near you. Top secret investigative Indian, Chief Whiter Than P, Mark Woman Mullen, making the case for his people. By the way, I'm Cherokee, Native American. I think we have experienced a little bit of racism before in my life. The seasoned intellect of an Oklahoma senator going after America's real problems, Children. And Absolutely. Jesus is what we teach. So which one is but better? Reality than is. So do you think this is? Could the she answer the question, please? Because I don't want reality. I'm asking the question which one is better. That is exactly that's exactly what it is. Another Oklahoma embarrassment. Chief whiter than P. Mark Wainwaps Mullen. What do you bring for that salary? What do I bring? Yeah. What do you, What do you What job have you committed, or have you have you uh, uh, started? What job have you created? One job, the conviction, other than sucking the paycheck out of some other by, somebody else that you want to say that you're trying to provide because you're forcing them to pay dues. And no, that, we don't force. No, them senator, you've pay dues. asked the you're question. You're out of line. Actually, I haven't. don't tell me I'm. You are in line. Don't tell me another I'm spoiled brat, out of touch, touch Oklahoma senator. Oklahoma, number one in domestic violence, number one in least educated kids, number one lowest quality of life, number one in gun violence. Hey, Oklahoma, what the hell are you waiting on? Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stan the Joke Man. <laughs> Happy Friday to all Americans. All of you ridiculously idiotic, imperfect human Americans. I love you. Mix, ball bag heads, jobby faces, wild, drunken Indians, fags, liberals, honkies, crackers, jigaboos, kikes, dykes, bimbo brood mares, and rhinos. You're all equally as fucked up if you ask me. How you doing? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a great day to be alive, great time to be alive, and I am so glad the Senate didn't fuck around. The Senate did not fuck around. They passed that debt ceiling agreement. You better believe they didn't screw around a bit. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, yeah, an independent and a Democrat, they voted against it because they didn't feel they got enough. Matter of fact, according to some of the shit I've read, they didn't get anything. So, do you always have to get something? Can we just move forward without everybody jackpotting? Of course, the radicals, like Bill Cassidy, Tom Cotton, Mike Crapo, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, Josh Hawley, Mike Lee, Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Rick Scott, Senator James Lankford, they voted against it. So I would like to take a moment to say thank you to Senator Mark Wayne Mullen for the first fucking time that I can remember compromising. As a CBO, I'm going to address two things. One, you said you paid for me to do this. Bull crap, I paid for myself. I paid enough taxes before I ever got there and continued to for my company to pay my own salary. This is a service. No one here pays me to go. I do it as hey an honor, go as go a service. Where? So that Guys, I I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. Hey don't don't. Where? This is a service for me. Yeah, self-service for a long fucking time, and that's why Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, I I just I apologize for nothing I've said to you in the past, but uh, going forward, thank you, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, for finally listening to your bosses. That would be Oklahomans. We've just about had enough of the chicken shit stuff Senator James Lankford still continues with. I'm I'm glad to see Tom Cole is the one who pushed it through to the House floor. Fucking A. Thank you for listening to your bosses, folks. All right. No, this is not my new car stereo. is the Shark Tank theme. Why am I bringing up the Shark Tank theme? Well, when I began Joke Man Productions LLC about a year and a half ago, um, I hired Damon John, Shark Tank star, celebrity investor, Damon John. It's his legal department that handles all of my affairs, you know, for Joke Man Productions LLC. And I want to tell you something. It's the best fucking money I ever spent. They have kept me legal eagle. And, yeah, God bless him. Damon John, I have no complaints. Tell you, defensive end Al Bubba Baker's pissed off, though. Better watch out, Damon John. You're on your own on this one. Yeah, don't come around here. I don't want Bubba showing up over here looking for you. See, John, Damon John, he's seeking a temporary restraining order against three of the former contestants on uh, Shark Tank. Yeah, he went into business with them on the show. That would be defensive end Al Bubba Baker, his daughter Brittany, and his wife Sabrina. Well, see, the family is taking the social media to go after John, slamming his ass for what they described as a nightmare experience ever since he invested in the Bubba Q's boneless baby back ribs business. Yeah. In season five of the ABC reality show, they accepted an offer from Damon John for $300,000 investment for only 30% of the company. Yeah, Damon John would get 30% of the company for a $300,000 investment. Well, as soon as the camera's off, they lowered the number to 100000 for 35% interest in the company. You piece of shit. Wow. A spokesman for John told the outlet it was unfortunate that it has come to this in regards to the legal action. This temporary restraining order is due to the Baker's blatant actions to undermine a business partnership and the legal parameters they agreed to four years ago. Gotta, Gotta read that fine print. Their belief that they can unwind poor business decisions through slanderous social media posts and articles will no longer be tolerated. Bakers, you need to be really careful or you're going to lose everything. You know what it is? There's too many irons in the fucking fire. Damon John's got to say. The Bubba Baker and his clan, wife and daughter, they've all got to say. Now here, ABC's got to fucking say. Well, here comes somebody else. The Restelli Foods Group, the meat manufacturing company that produces the baker's product. They've got to say, too. They're seeking a temporary restraining order. That's right. They're, te- they're seeking a temporary restraining order over their allegedly false and defamatory statements the family said about the company. The bakers, meanwhile, say they have a right to speak the truth. And you do, but you've got to be real careful. If you violate an NDA, you're in real shit. Non-disclosure agreement. I'm telling you, haven't worked in the entertainment industry for damn near 40 years. They're all over the fucking place when you're signing contracts. If you're out there blabbing and your signature is on one of them non-disclosure agreements, you're in real trouble. I have no issues with Damon John. I hired his legal department. They take great fucking care of me, but did you hear that word? I hired them, which means I can fucking fire them. Yeah. Especially if they lie to me. <laughs> Tell everybody that who I hire. You lie to me. The second you lie to me, you're fucking gone. That means, had I been on that ABC show, and they told me when the cameras were rolling I was going to get $300,000 for a 30% stake in my company, and I jumped on that, and they turned the cameras off, and they said, well, we're actually going to lower it to 100000 for thirty five, I would have said, fuck you. You will be hearing from my lawyer, you lying piece of shit. There's a Nashville grandfather making the news out there today. He's a 57-year-old man, and he is saying that he has lost a ton of weight by eating nothing but McDonald's for 100 days straight. That's right. For the past 100 days, Kevin Maginus, Maganese, whatever his fucking name is, says he went from 238 pounds to 179 pounds by eating nothing but McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's right. Whatever his fucking name is. He was boasting about it, as well he should. That's a tremendous amount of weight loss, 58 pounds pounds. Good for you in 100 days. Damn. But you know what, sir? I'm just not a big – I'm no expert. I'm no nutritionist. But I'm not a big believer in crash dieting. That's for goddamn sure. I don't take diet pills, and I don't believe in crash dieting. I lost a tremendous amount of weight. My last weigh-in was just 225. Yeah. 225, that's from 300 plus. I had a cancer scare many moons ago. They put me on seven months worth of steroids, and I gained over 80 pounds. Ended up not being cancer. Of course, I cussed out my doctors, whatever his fucking name is, saying, fucker, I'm in worse shape than I was when I got here. You, whatever his fucking name is, done this to me. Look how fucking fat I am. How did I lose the weight? Well, I didn't eat McDonald's for 100 days straight. I do cook at home. I do cook on the grill a lot. I don't eat yuppie food. I'm a meat eater. Meat, chicken. I don't like pussy food. I need filling food. Love Italian food. Love Mexican food. The difference is I make it at home. I don't roll through McDonald's drive-thrus for 100 days straight packing my body with all those fucking preservatives and sodium. He really needs to go to the doctor. I'm happy he lost all that weight, whatever his fucking name is. Good for you, but man, don't be suggesting people go out there and eat nothing but McDonald's for 100 days straight because it could kill somebody what works for whatever his fucking name is might not work for somebody else asshole so let's stop pretending that eating that shit and nothing but that shit is going to make you super fit because it will not you know the thing about this story that they don't talk about they they put it on a footnote down at the bottom of the story is that kevin Ma- maginis or magnus or whatever his name is whatever his fucking name is kevin quit drinking too just like me. That's right. Kevin quit drinking, and he's been eating nothing at McDonald's for 100 days, and he's accrediting that to the weight loss. I'd argue, Kevin, it was the alcohol you no longer put in your body is why you've thinned up so much. What works for your body ain't going to work for everybody. Devils roll their dice, angels roll their eyes. What doesn't kill me makes me want you more. second richest self-made woman in music that's right still pretty far off from being number one but hey she's finally in the forbes era taylor swift now the second wealthiest self-made woman in music estimated net worth 740 million dollars 33 year old karma singer has surpassed madonna madonna had a net worth of 580 million beyonce had 540 million Swift occupies number thirty four spot overall for America's richest self made women. Thirty-four. Wow. Yeah on the big list, Oprah Winfrey, number thirteen, two point five billion. Woo hoo hoo Swift's net worth, well, she can only grow as she continues her Eras tour. The wealthiest self made woman in music? Rihanna. Oh, you bet your ass and her sweet ass. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna, she's a billionaire. Thanks to her uh, Super Bowl halftime show. No. <laughs> Actually, it's her uh, Fenty beauty line. Yeah, that's hers. That's her makeup company. Oh, yeah. She is definitely the richest self-made woman. $1.4 billion in music. Wow. She is so fucking hot. Is she just not fucking gorgeous? Mm. Those eyes, damn, those legs. God, I hope my wife isn't listening to this show. I'm gonna get my ass kicked when she gets home. Just gonna stand there, watch me burn this song. quick break and we come back i'm going to tell you about someone else who jumped off a damn cruise ship well the search has been called off there probably shouldn't have been a search in the first place because of the video that has come out of the shark <laughs> i was a high school graduate but I'll tell you all about it right after i mention from this show's sponsor fire meds cannabis henrietta Stillwell, fire meds Henrietta's Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only gonna find at Fire Meds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly! Wholesale prices to the public on one ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resins. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you folks, fire meds, they don't be selling whore weed, absolutely not. (laughs) No pimps, no middlemen, you know where your weed's been, their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main and Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from, I do. Fire meds, family farm to pipe bud dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. It's suicide, folks. Make no fucking mistake about it, drunk or not. If you jump off a cruise ship, 99.99% of the time, you are fucking dead. The high school graduate who jumped off the boat just a little bit back, yeah, a few days ago, forget about him. He jumped off a ship, yeah, cruise ship part of his high school graduation party. I would assume alcohol was involved. Somebody's going to answer for that, the fact that alcohol was probably involved, but how can you prove it? How can you prove it? You don't have a body. This kid, Cameron Robbins, he jumped off a cruise ship, and while he was in the dark waters, still, and the, the ship was moving really slow. I have to say, it wasn't moving real fast. All his friends were whoa, and they had the cameras going, and the lights were on him, and there he was. This kid f-ing jumped up! Oh my f-ing god! Oh, bye bye! Oh, oh, oh Hey, the buoy! Hey, the buoy! You see, it wasn't funny anymore. As Cameron was starting to fade out of the lights of the ship, still quite a ways from the buoy, and a fucking tiger shark, what was later possibly identified as a tiger shark, guesstimated to be six times larger than Cameron, swam right up out of the black ocean between him and that buoy. Everybody on the ship saw it. Cameron saw it too. There wasn't a fucking thing anyone could do for him at that point. And at one point, they it looked like Cameron is swimming for the back of the ship like he might possibly find a rope or a ladder. Somebody forgot to tell Cameron, hey, this isn't a pontoon boat, man. This isn't a joke, folks. Cameron's dead. They ran the search for a couple of days, but what's the fucking point? Yeah, they knew it, but I mean, they got to do it anyway, you know? Chances are Cameron was dead within five minutes. Of fading into that darkness for a second. Jumping off a cruise ship is cute. It's going to garner you attention. Sure, it will. Believe you me, you're going to get more than you bargained for. You'll have the attention of all your friends and family on the ship. You'll also have the attention of the sharks swimming underneath the boat, waiting. Literally waiting for the first dumb shit to jump off. Now now that we talked about food, let's talk about a little wine. (laughs) Yeah, food and wine. You know, I don't drink anymore, so I'll never have a bottle of uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's wine. But, boy, Brad Pitt is pissed off. Now, I gave you the story uh, about the middle of last year, I think. But Brad Pitt is now claiming the vindictive Angelina Jolie has secretly sold off her stake in a winery as payback for their nasty, nasty custody battle. Well, of course she did, Brad. This isn't news. She's a woman. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened here, folks. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, they went into business together, and they bought some winery. I think it was a Re-U-N-E-T-E. re taste it tastes so light. Re-U-N-E-T-E, so refreshing and bright. Re-U-N-E-T-E, you're nice. Re-U-N-E-T-E, so nice. re you Re-U-N-E-T-E. Rianita or Mad Dog Winery, I can't remember. Work got you down, getting bored. You want to have some fun? Well, we got plenty. Get yourself a Mad Dog 2020. Boy. Anyway, it's a $30 million piece of property, okay? A company they bought back in 2008. They told each other, they agreed they would never sell their share. They would never sell it. They would keep it forever. Yeah, no matter what happened between them, they would hang on to it, Right. Well, then they got divorced in 2019. The custody battle began. Angelina Jolie didn't just betray Brad Pitt by selling her share. She skunked his ass and the winery. It must have been a verbal agreement between Brad and Angelina because the 47-year-old actress, um, even though she had agreed to divide the business up 68% in favor of Brad, um, decided to go ahead and dump her shares in the company. She dumped the stock at shit prices. Shit pri- like pearl beer prices. Yeah. But Angelina decided to go ahead and take it a step further by selling the shares to a Russian oligarch. <laughs> she just killed the winery, too. Are you going to buy Russian oligarch wine? Now, this Russian oligarch had had offered Brad Pitt the same deal. Well, Brad Pitt, he chose to honor the agreement he had with Angelina, forgetting that he was fighting with Angelina in court over the kids. Uh-oh, you forgot that, Brad. Hey, there's no honor in war. There's only winning, right? Right. <laughs> Well, with a woman, anyway. Yeah. Well, I realize some gay men can be catty. I get that. But when you pissed her off, it only made sense she dumped the stock and furthermore sell it to somebody you had turned down just to piss you off. Are you pissed off yet, Brad? Okay. See? Angelina Jolie won. That's it. It's over. Get over it and move on. Can I say something to the young bucks out there? And Brad knows this too. Let me tell you something, dipshit. I don't give a fuck how big your truck tires are and how Billy Badass you think you are, my dipping fool. That little woman of yours, without her, you don't add up to dry shit. You know why? She's the brains of the operation there, dummy. That's a fucking fact. She knows you better than you know yourself. And if it wasn't for her, I seriously doubt you could wipe your own ass. And you could do yourself a ton of favors. Not by going along with every fucking thing she says. It's an equal partnership. But you need to be in on opening up your goddamn ears and listening. And acknowledging the fact you are not correct all the time. Not sorry, fellas. This is experience talking. I just celebrated my 28th wedding anniversary, not because I kissed Trish's ass, but because I know when I'm beat. I really wish I was Brad Pitt's personal close friend, because I'd tell him, "Hey, man, go down to the winery, get a couple of cases of that fucked up wine you're selling." <laughs> No, the other stuff you want to have some fun? Well, we got plenty. Get yourself a mad dog twenty twenty I mean, if you want to get drunk, we're going mad dog, okay oh, yeah. and I would definitely tie one on tonight, man, yeah, and then I'd try to find a sucker for that stock of yours. You bet hey, did you hear you might be able to buy publicly traded stock in Brad Pitt's winery. <laughs> It's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man Show. You guys have a rock and roll weekend. Have some fun. Get out there and live a little bit. Live large, in charge, burn it solid. I'll be back Monday. Monday. High Monday. Tell me. Bye, Camille, sweet amigos.